Ooh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is right. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I'm here. I am here, but I'm not pulling any punches. It's going to get as real as it gets, y'all. Because in this show, I have a very, very deep bone to pick with the WWE. That is right. Uh, um, people, when I say I am disgusted in the WWE, I literally mean I am disgusted with the WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, and you may hear me a little out of it for the show, um, but <laughs> oh man, I'm just I'm not I'm not very happy right now. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat things and try to act like I'm something when I'm not when I'm when I say I am not happy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not sugarcoating it. I literally mean I am not happy at all with the WWE. And most of you have seen it already, what I'm talking about. And if you think it's okay, then I got a problem with you too. I mean, we're going to get into all that. And whether you... Whether you like what I'm going to say or not, guess what? I do not care what you think. And that's being as nice as I could be. But I really don't care what you think at all. Not even 1%. You know, I'm going to get all into that uh, later in the show. But right now, we're going to talk about AEW Full Gear that aired over the week on a Saturday. We're going to get into that. What was the good, very um, AEW Full Gear? It was very good. I enjoyed it very much. Let's talk about it all. You had the NWA Women's World Championship on the line. You had Serena Deeb. Defending it against Alison K. That's right. Uh, what was a? It was okay. It was really to put Deeb over. Uh, Serena Deeb defeated Alison K via submission to retain the title. Um, but following the match, Thunder Rosa came out and had some choice words for Deeb before exiting the ring. So it looks like we will be getting a Serena Deeb versus Thunder Rosa very soon. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Um, 
both competitors I've heard have some real life beef. Uh, so always when there's real life beef, I'm like, yeah, put them in the ring. I want to see uh if they could if they could take it to the next level. Don't hide any of that emotion. Come on, bring it to us. That's what I want to see. And I'm a huge fan of Thunder Rosa. So, yeah. Let's see what happens, people. Let's see what happens. But, yeah, it was really just to put, off, put over Deeb and for her to retain her championship. So, we'll see. Um... The AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament Final. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. This was uh the to open up uh because uh Serena D versus Allison Ray. I uh, sorry, Allison K. <clears throat> that was um that was the buy-in. Now Kenny Omega versus Adam Page, that was uh to open up uh full gear. So <laughs> You open up full gear with that match. You know what you're about to get. Um, this was a phenomenal match. A great way to open up the show. Um, it's oof, amazing. Um, I mean, what can I, what else can I say about it? I mean, Kenny Omega did defeat Hangman at a page via pinfall. But, oh my God. And and Page is right there to getting that title shot. He just maybe maybe another year under his belt, and the, the kid the kid's gonna be ready. Um, but oh my goodness, Kenny Omega and Adam Page they tore they tore down the house, y'all. I mean, I'm watching this. I'm like, what what else do they have in their arsenal? Like it's um, it's absolutely amazing. It's phenomenal. And uh, I'm just like, wow, like this is this is a wrestling match, you know. And I'm just I'm just thrown off by it, and I'm just at at an awe of how great this match was. And um, you know, I, as much I, I would like to see Paige versus Boxley. I think the match right now definitely has to be Omega versus uh. Versus Moxley for the AEW World Championship. Uh, I think Moxley has held it long enough. I think you got to give it to Omega. As much as I would have loved that they give it to the Murderhawk. Uh, man, you got to give it to Omega. You got to give the championship to him. He deserves it. I, I feel like uh, that's kind of a great way to... To end the year, I think with Omega as your AEW World Champion, um, I will say uh, since they're leaning Omega like turning here or whatever, I definitely have him where he wins dirty. Maybe I I don't know. It depends on the stipulation of the match and all that. You know, the Young Bucks have the gold. Uh, Paige doesn't have nothing, obviously. And uh, Omega might become our new AEW World Champion. So, uh, yeah. I mean, 
no no better way right now to do it than that. So uh yeah. We'll see. We will see. Ladies and gentlemen. Um we also had Orange Cassidy versus John Four Silver. Um Orange Cassidy defeated John Silver. Another another outstanding match. Uh this was great. Um just when I thought I was like uh, this could uh be kind of a this that this it could be a disaster of a match. Um, it was definitely um, it was definitely entertaining and it was a good good you know good storytelling, good match. Um, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I was one of the guys that was like. Man, this is this ain't bad, you know. I'm watching this. I'm like, this ain't bad at all. So I I enjoyed it from that standpoint. Um, and seeing um Orange Cassidy get it, getting a win after losing to Cody two times um for that TNT Championship. Uh, I think it's good for Orange Cassidy as well. Like you don't you don't start giving the man uh, multiple losses. And, you know, the fans are behind them, so you, if the fans are behind them, you gotta get behind them, you know? Um, we also had, uh, the AEW TNT Championship was on the line. Cody Rhodes defended it against Darby Allen. This was amazing. This was amazing. I mean, when when uh, Justin Roberts, instead of calling Cody Cody, he said Cody Rhodes, and that's the first time in AEW since uh, WWE canceled trademarks for the name Cody Rhodes earlier that week. Um, which is good. I. I I th I think that was the right thing to do to Cody for Cody. Sorry, um, you know, leave leave Cody, leave the leave the whole Rose family alone. And you 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 owe that at least to Dusty Rose. You know, WWE has done wrong by a lot of people, and give the man his name back. I don't I don't get that, but I'm happy we finally got Cody Rose. <clears throat> So that was exciting. Um, um, Darby Allen looked great. Cody Rhodes looked great. Uh, this was absolutely amazing. Um, um, WWE just because you did that, don't think you're gonna get off the hook that easy. No, 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 no. I got some for ya. But Darby Allen did defeat Cody Rhodes via pinfall to win the title in a phenomenal match. It was a very good match. Um, Cody Rhodes is somebody you want to be in the ring with. If you want an uh, actual pro wrestler, uh, I mean, when you got Dusty Rhodes, you got you got Gold Dust, which obviously is Dustin Rhodes. Um, you're gonna you're gonna want that. Uh, you're gonna want to. That's who you want to face. Essentially, if you want to be in a wrestling match with somebody, you're gonna you're gonna look for Cody Rhodes or Dustin Rhodes. You know, you're not gonna look for a um. Essentially, not trying to bash anybody, but like a Seth Rollins, a John Moxley, a Roman Reigns, a uh, 
a Finn Balor. No, 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 no. Cody, he, he's going to give you the full experience of a pro wrestling match. And that's uh that's some old school tech there. And that's what I love about Cody. Um, But yeah, this, this was absolutely phenomenal. But after uh, Rhodes was congratulate, congratulating Allen, um, Taz came out and distracted Rhodes and Allen's on the mic while Brian Cage and Ricky Starks attacked both of them from behind. But as um, Starks was going to shut Allen's arm in the door of the car, um, Will Hobbs appeared with a steel chair at the last minute to... Uh, um, to make the save, I like you know what I like this. I like the even the things that happen after. All right, whatever, cool. It's all right, whatever. I ain't I ain't worried about it. What I liked most about it was that Cody put this young man over and put the championship on this young man. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. I like to see young talent get over. In AEW right now, WWE, let's see, let's look at WWE. They, they've got all the stars really established, especially when you look, they go from NXT. They go from NXT to Raw SmackDown. They're established. They are established as they come, especially now they're on the USA Network. They'll appear like at the Royal Rumble or Survivor Series or here or there. And that's how they get these young guys over, young young men and women over, right? And AEW, they don't have none of that. They just go AEW. So for them to, for them to actually, on a pay per view, you have Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen for that TNT Championship, and Cody puts Darby Allen to to the moon and does not come back. That is absolutely phenomenal. I mean that no better way to, to to explain it to say it it's it's, it's phenomenal it's phenomenal um so ha so happy for Darby Allen he he uh he deserves it he deserves it and for AEW what when you know Cody's going for Avalanche Crossroads for them to actually acknowledge it as the Avalanche Crossroads here roads that's huge. That's big. That's big time. Um, also, the AEW Women's Championship was on the line. Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. <clears throat> um, Hikaru Shida defeated Nyla Rose via pinfall to retain the title. You know, the buying match, if it's not, you know, catching my eye, I'm like, all right, cool. What, you know, whatever. But I, I wasn't a big fan of this match, and it showed you why. And I wasn't a big fan of the match, you know. Hikaru Shida did defeat Nyla Rose to, to retain the championship, blah, 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 whatever. Give Hikaru Shida somebody else. Give Hikaru Shida a story. I don't need to see this. I don't. And if anything, I would have gave the title to Nyla Rose. She, you know, you will not hold Vicky Guerrero. 
you you know you you got you you want her to look a certain way. This is the time you put the championship on her. You don't let Hikaru Shida defeat Nyla Rose. Um, but with that being said, I um not a match I was fond of. Could have been a lot better. But, but with the circumstance of you know their women's division isn't as established as a WWE, as an Impact Wrestling, as of right now, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But don't forget, Tessa Blanchard is out there. Uh, other people are out there. As of this morning, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm not going to talk about it yet. But anyways, when I get to it, I'll acknowledge it. The AEW Tag Team Championships were on the line. FTR versus the Young Bucks. That is right. And which was a phenomenal match, ladies and gentlemen. The Young Bucks defeated FTR via pinfall to win the titles. Um, we kind of all knew the Young Bucks were going to win. But we didn't think it was going to be this great of a match. Um, you know, bringing back like the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys. You know, their tag team moves. That was phenomenal. Um, seeing, seeing, uh, FTR doing top rope moves and all that, that was, uh, kind of eyeballing to me. I was like, what? They did what? <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, I, I enjoyed it very much. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I did enjoy it. Um, if, if there's a match from last night that I can go back to, and I would watch, it would probably be this one, the Young Bucks versus the FTR. Um, just, just my preference. I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed the match very much. It was a very good match. Um, and you can hate all you want, but uh, I don't care what you think. That's that. It was very good. <laughs> in my eyes, not really in my eyes, it was very good, guys. And don't get me wrong, I'm just, and I'm upset this morning. Um, it's nothing against you guys, and you guys, if some of you guys don't know what I'm talking about this morning, you will, you will, by the end of the show, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara Elite Deletion Match. Oh my goodness, what a match, ladies and gentlemen, with Matt Hardy defeating Sammy Guevara via pinfall. This was a very good match. Very entertaining. I mean, and then we see Hurricane Helms and Gangrel returned also. Like, do you know what that means for my childhood? Especially for for me to see Gangrel there. I was like, what? Oh my, like, people. Yeah, I don't know. And then it's at the Hardy Compound. The Elite. The Elition. Like, people, this, oh my goodness, I see, like, I popped, I popped, I popped, all, all we had to see was Edge and Christian show up, and would be alright, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, it was good though, it was good, then we had MJF versus Chris Jericho, with uh, MJF defeating Chris Jericho via pinfall. Um, 
I enjoyed it. it could, I felt like they could have done better. They could have told, I mean, told the story a little bit better. As far as in the ring, you know, as the match is going, I want y'all to give me what y'all been giving us um, for the past few, at least a month already. Um, um, now, I mean, now we look forward to, you know, the next couple weeks, next month or two, see how the story unfolds. Will Jericho turn on MJF? Will the inner circle turn on Chris Jericho, or will they just kick MJF out? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll find out, though. We'll find out in the next uh, upcoming weeks, month or two, maybe three. You know, the next pay-per-view, I believe, is like in February, I believe. You know, and that's what I like about AEW, too. They don't always have like one or... They don't have two pay-per-views every month. They divide them. They just have a pay-per-view. They had one in September, one in November, one in February. I think the next one after that's like in May. And they got one like in June or July, and then one in August, I believe. I got I gotta check. I'll check that out. But it's, it, you know, it's something like that. And I'm just like, that's you know, at least six paper, six pay per views in a year is not bad at all. It gives time. It gives people time to to you know build up stories. Like if WWE, for instance, if they were to do it, big pay per views would be Money in the Bank. Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania S5. All you need is one more pay-per-view. Uh, you could put, like, a backlash in between there. You could put uh, anything, really. Uh, I mean, you got you have WrestleMania in April. You got, um, so you got WrestleMania April. Well, <clears throat> yeah, WrestleMania in April. Now, I'll start from the beginning of the year. Royal Rumble in January. WrestleMania in April. You would have, let's say, Money in the Bank. You could have it in, let's say, June. Let's say June. Because then in August, you got SummerSlam. Um, then I would say... In October, you could have one pay-per-view. And then in December, I would have Survivor Series. Boom, bang, let's go to sleep, sleepy bobos. Yeah, you know what I mean? It ain't it ain't that difficult. But no, we want to have, WWE wants to have a pay-per-view every single, every single week. It's like. No, there's no need for that. You don't have to have a pay-per-view every single week. Let the story build up. That was like with SummerSlam, and then they had payback. Obviously, in the Roman Reigns is coming. At least Vince McMahon, he knew Roman Reigns was coming already. I mean, they really didn't have to force that. But, hey, I guess so. Who knows? Um. So, I'm looking here. In 2019, they had Double or Nothing in May, Fighter Fest in June, Fight for the Fallen in July, All Out in August, Full Gear in November. So that's one, two, three, four. Okay, five pay-per-views they had. WWE can do five, too. All they got to do is Money the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. 
But I don't know. I think WWE wouldn't want to just have because those are top pay per views. They'd probably just put one in there, just to say, uh, "Let's just do it." <laughs> have one minor pay per view. I think NXT does the same. Well, as of late, NXT hasn't been doing the same. But I think that's due to the pandemic. But NXT usually, they do the same. They only have like four paper, four or five pay-per-views a year. But, you know, due to the pandemic, they have been, as of late, um, doing the WWE thing. So, and you know it's bad if you say you've been doing the WWE thing. <laughs> So, that is bad, people. That is bad. Um, let's talk about the main event of AEW. So the uh the main event of um AEW Full Gear, we've seen John Moxley defend his AEW World Championship against Eddie Kingston in a I Quit match. Um. I mean, we've seen uh, Kingston utter the words, I quit. But then after the match, um, Kenny Omega made his way down to the ring to exchange um, some words with Moxley. Um, I didn't like the ending of this match. I really didn't like some of it. I'm not going to say most because that would be lying. Um. It was entertaining. It was a great, a great feud, great story, but the match I didn't feel the same about. You know, felt like it could have been better. Um, there were some areas where I definitely thought it could have been better, um, and it just wasn't better, um, which kind of put me in the disappointment. Um, right? Uh, sorry, I had to take a sip of Monster. <laughs> Um, seeing Eddie Kingston say I quit made me seem like he's weak. Um, you know, you're in an I quit match. Dude, you're talking trash throughout the whole feud, the whole rivalry. You guys are doing this, you guys are doing that. And I'm like, all right, I'm into it. Man, it's going to... Hey, uh, uh, John Moxley might have to kill Eddie Kingston to beat him at full gear, or bring out his mother. Like I said, <clears throat> like I said uh, that on on the show uh, last week, I said he might have to, you know, bring his mother out, and maybe that, you know. And I thought maybe if you brought his mother in, or maybe I would have loved if Eddie Kingston would have brought out Renee or something like that, and you know. I feel like Moxley mentally is tougher than Eddie, so Moxley he just would have, he would have got angry and just right there beat the crap. He just would have beat the poop out of this man, <laughs> you know. Um, I thought something like that would have happened. Um, but that didn't happen. Uh, you know, because then if Eddie Kingston says I quit, then it's like, all right, well, you you messing with a man's wife. Um, now if Moxley would have brought him out and. Moxley would have brought out um, Eddie Kingston's mom. 
And she's like, Eddie, just stop, please, son, just stop. I, I can't take this no more, son. Come, come, let's go home. And then he utters the words, I quit, I quit, mom, I quit. Then it's like, all right, cool. We got, we got, it's like some, the same scenario with Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Roman has, uh, he tricks Jimmy into putting him in that submission. And Jay wakes up from, uh, getting beat up, get, getting beat, beat to a pulp. He, he wakes, opens his eyes when he's like, oh, that's my brother. Hold on. Hey, hey, I quit. I quit. Something like that. That's telling the story. That's furthering the story. That's moving, moving the story further ahead. And if it's not furthering the story ahead, we just seen a great story in a match where you're like, mm, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, all right, imagine this, right? Imagine if somebody, a mass per, mass figure, right? Would have pulled up in a minivan. And it's one of the minivans where the back seat just, not the back, but the, the doors, they open automatically when you push a button. Let's say you do something like that. You see Addie Kingston's mother all tied up. Moxley brings her to the ring. Hey, this is your mom. Right? The, but the park purse at the end, like what Roman Reigns and, and Afan Sika at the end of the sh at the end of the match, they were at the top ramp, right? Let's say Moxley, Moxley, um, uh, he wins. He makes a uh, Kingston say, "I quit after uh, after showing his mom." Right. So Moxley wins. He has some words. He doesn't even have to have any words. With Omega, he goes to the minivan, opens the door for the person that's in the minivan, and when that person in the minivan takes off the hood or the mask or whatever, it's Renee, and then they're holding up the championship together, and then they just lock lips, give a little action, a little smooch action, and there you have it. That's your night. Moxley with the championship and the girl, and Kingston, and tears with his mama. What better story could you tell there? Come on now. I thought I was just playing it perfectly. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I would have done something like that. I would. I, if if we're able to get Renee, because who knows, Renee, <clears throat> maybe she doesn't want to deal with pro wrestling anymore. I mean, we haven't seen her. You know, usually when people say, oh, no, I'm not going to AEW, I'm not going to do this, I'm just going to be staying home for now. It's usually uh, not not what happens. But no, Renee, she's uh, stood up to her word, and we haven't heard from her, seen her since, so, hey. Cause she eventually show up at AEW, sure, but but as of right now she hasn't. And if she was willing to do something like that, that's what I would have done. That's what I would have done in that circumstance. Even if it's not Eddie Kingston's mom, you have a a, a lady play Eddie Kingston's mom, and you could play that out perfectly, like I just did. I think that was a perfect scenario right there. I mean, if you want people to have their jaws drop and not be able to go to sleep after AEW full gear, you do something like that. You do something like that. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely, people. Alright. Well, alright. Let's get to the uh the worst show of the week. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. The worst show of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a problem. I have a problem. We are, I'm going to check my calendar right now before I even open up my big mouth. Because I know y'all are going to be like, wow. then you're like, well, no, it's in three weeks, not two. Or one week or whatever, in a few days, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's not in a few days. All right. All right, fine. We are a week away. Starting tomorrow, we are a week away from Survivor Series. We are a week away from NXT TakeOver War Games, supposedly, because WWE hasn't even uh, acknowledged War Games. Um, NXT, that is. Uh, they're building the teams for Survivor Series, but I haven't seen anything yet. And you know what? That's bother. That is bothering me, to the to the moon and back, ladies and gentlemen. Here's my problem with it. Here's my problem with it. Why isn't Roman Reigns showing up on Raw? Why isn't Randy Orton showing up on SmackDown? Why not? Why aren't we seeing? Why are we not seeing a feud between opponents where? November 22nd, November 22nd, we will have Raw versus SmackDown. Let that sink in, y'all. We will have Raw versus SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. And we are not seeing anything. We're not seeing a thing. Now, we seen something on SmackDown last night. And that ticked me off. Oh, that! Oh, when I tell you my blood, my blood was boiling. Oh, it was boiling. All right. Oh, I was, I was ticked off. I was ticked off. And I know you guys are gonna be like, "Oh, but I thought it was a good show." Oh, really? Did you guys think it was a good show? Really? Well, I'm gonna clarify to you why it was not a good show. Why it should have been better. Alright. Um, I'm actually looking to see the pay-per-view schedule for WWE. Because last time I checked, I thought War Games. I thought the War Games was this next Saturday. Um, you know, the day of... Uh, the day, the day before Survivor Series, if I'm, if I'm not incorrect, right, um, so I just, I just want to make sure, um, okay, um, I guess it's not, okay, um, so I guess they might have, uh, changed when, uh, War Games is, because, um, it's not the 21st, the day before. They just have Survivor Series, um, 
Now, they have a takeover for December 6th. So, I'm guessing it could be then, or we might just not have a War Games this year. Which would really bum me out. Because, I mean, imagine Pat, Pat McAfee's crew versus the Undisputed Era. Come on. I mean, I, don't, I, I think it doesn't get more better than that. To my, to my eye. But... It is what it is. Alright. We have uh, <laughs> let's talk let's talk about Raw, y'all. Randy Orton is set to defend his championship versus Drew McIntyre. Um We'll get into that too. Um He's not going to defend it this week. He's going to defend it on this um, this Monday Night Raw, which is in two days. Um, we'll get into that. Um, and uh, Drew McIntyre in New Day defeated Randy Orton, The Miz, and John Morrison via pinfall. Randy really didn't get into the match. Um, but, um, yeah, people. I think the only thing great about Raw has been the challengers that have, <laughs> when you got Miz, McIntyre, and The Fiend all trying to go after Orton, I think that makes a great feud, uh, great thing on Raw, and a great feud, a great story. Um, but other than that, Raw is just disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um... Well, I guess we're going to get into it in a little bit. Um, Survivor Series Chaos. Uh, we had a uh, Survivor Series qualifying match. Riddle defeated Elias and Jeff Hardy via pinfall, which uh, I, th I thought was good. I mean, Team Raw seems like they can't get um, they can't get on the same same communication side. But other than that, um, yeah, it's, it's great. It was great. <laughs> Um, Riddle and Keith Lee defeated Sheamus and Braun Strowman with special guest referee AJ Styles via pinfall. Um, so yeah, like I said, Team Raw is just, I don't see him doing anything. Um, what else happened on Raw? Um, R-Truth defeated Gulak to win the championship for the hundredth time. Um, Shayna Baszler defeated Lana via submission. Nikki Cross confronted Alexa Bliss backstage to either choose her or The Fiend. Which, <laughs> the Bliss giggled before quickly saying she would choose him. Yeah, Nikki Cross, where, where, why do you think Alexa Bliss would choose you over The Fiend? If you haven't been paying attention for at least the last month and a half, uh, we obviously know where Alexa Bliss is standing. So, yeah. Uh, but, anyways, um, the United States Championship was on the line, and Bobby Lashley defeated Titus O'Neil via submission. Um, Oscar defeated Nia Jax via disqualification in a non-title match. Um, and Lana went through another table. Um, and Angel Garza cut a backstage proming, promo, sorry, proming, well, promo. Um, 
And the 24-7 championship was on the line again, and R-Truth defeated Kira Tozawa to win the title again. And Mustafa Ali defeated Ricochet via submission. I didn't see anything entertaining about last night except Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Not even Team Raw going fighting after each other. The whole thing with The Miz, The Miz, John Morrison, New Day, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and The Fiend. That's it. That that's all I got from Monday Night Raw. Really, I it 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 disgusts me, cause I shouldn't go into a Monday Night Raw saying, "All right, the segment, whatever segment Alexa Bliss has is gonna be phenomenal." Um, the segment that Randy Orton, The Miz, John Morrison, New Day, cause any segment the New Day has is amazing. Drew Drew McIntyre. And, uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, The Fiend, New Day, Miz Morrison. Oh, my. Besides that, everything else is just stale to me. I should not think about that. But we go to the next show. We talk about AEW Dynamite. That's right. We talk about AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Because enough SmackDown, AEW Dynamite, and NXT are always great shows. That is right. So when we talk about uh, AEW Dynamite, um, we had Matt Seidel versus Brian Cage, ladies and gentlemen, and Cage defeated Seidel. This was a really, really, really good match. Um, seems like uh, these two have chemistry that cannot be broken because this was um, amazing. This was amazing. Um you know, I always love when little guys, little guys, when you got somebody like a Brian Cage, can work real good with a with a match title. Um, absolutely amazing. I loved it. It was it was great, and uh, for like both men got over. Both men got over. Um, then Cody Rhodes speaks, and Jade Gargill debuts and drops. A bombshell. That's right. Uh, you know, former TNT champion Cody Rhodes made his way to the ring. Um, you know, he was just saying, guys. He was just saying he would not request a rematch against Darby Allen at this time, at least. Um, but he said he did say he wants another shot at the newest member of the inner circle, MJF. But before he could continue, Jade made her AEW debut and teased the arrival of a a one a one man. He's a giant, and his name and he's coming for Cody. But his name is Shaq. Uh, which then brought out, uh, Brandy Rhodes, who cut a fire promo on the newcomer. Um, but then Brian Cage reappeared and attacked Rhodes. Ricky Starks joined in just in time for TNT champion Darby Allen to make the save. Um, this was a great segment. I mean, we've seen the debut of Jade. We were, we're there. They are teasing Shaq to, to come out, um. You know, to make his arrival in AEW, which makes sense. You know, with the NBA and AEW, it 
it just on TNT it makes sense. Um, will will it happen? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I don't want any, but uh, guys, I can make you guys a list of how many bad times we've had celebrities come and they just bury these wrestlers. I don't want. I don't want something like this. I want like a Pat McAfee situation where Pat McAfee comes in, he works his tail off, and both men get over. And not only that, but the wrestler, the wrestler puts over the celebrity, but the celebrity also puts over the wrestler, and that's what we need. We don't need a Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman thing again. We need a Pat McAfee. An Adam Cole type of thing. We don't need a David Arquette type of thing. We don't need the Wolverine and Dolph Ziggler type of thing or Zack Ryder type of thing. You know, I, I'm just saying we don't. The, what is it? The Green, the Red Arrow? Who knows? It could be the Pink Arrow for all I care. I remember when he came in. He was, I think, in a tag team match against the Miz. I don't remember who it was, but yeah, bad times in the wrestling pro wrestling business, people. <laughs> Um, bunkhouse match, the natural nightmares versus the bunny and the blade, the bunny and the blade, the bunny and the blade. <laughs> oh man. Uh, natural nightmares defeated butcher and blade. This was great. It was a violent, physical, well-rounded match. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, I enjoyed this very much. I, I think you. I think I could speak for you guys too and say you guys enjoyed it very well. Um, I liked it. I liked the gimmick. I liked everything about it. Um, I'm actually happy, surprised Dustin's still in the ring. You know, leaving it all out there. But hey, when pro wrestling's in your blood, it's in your blood, people. Um, then we had. MJF's Inner Circle Introduction. That's right. <clears throat> that is right. Um, but MJF, I don't think, is coming along, though. I think that Wardlow will be part of the, that stable as well, and that's going to be a... That's going to be great. That is going to be great. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait next week when they're in Vegas. That's going to be uh, entertaining, exciting. I can't wait to see what happens. I cannot wait to see what happens. Um, now, when Sammy Guevara comes back, that's going to be entertaining to see. As um, it's gonna be see if will Sammy continue in the inner circle or will he leave the inner circle? Not only did you get dominant on the mic and in the wrestling with MJF, but you got some muscle in there with Warlow. Imagine Warlow and Jack Hager in a tag team match against I don't know Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. You imagine, the and the new AEW Tag Team Champions, Chris Jericho and MJF. I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal people. 
So many ways you could go with this. Just watch out. It's going to get real dangerous. This is the inner circle. It's going out your brain. That made no sense, I know. <laughs> Scorpio Sky versus Sean Spears. Spears defeated Sky. This was alright. It wasn't too bad. I have I'm trying to see hopefully but next year Spears gets a little bit more uh shine to his grind. Then we had Red Velvet versus Tay Conte. Um and Conte defeated Velvet. About the time they put Connie over and uh give give um give those women the shine they deserve. It's time to put over some of those younger, newer women, uh, you know, start building up that AEW women's division. Um then we had Ray Phoenix versus Penta El Cero Miedo. And Eddie Kingston was on commentary. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. But Penta defeated Phoenix, which was a phenomenal match. It was an absolutely amazing match between the brothers. Uh, I loved it. Uh, you know, Kingston trying to lit up the brothers, uh, Lucha Bros. Uh, it's a great touch, but you better not do it. Don't do it. AEW on fault for his tactics. I think they need to stay together, to be honest. And we also seen the return of Pac. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Pac returned. But as uh as they were about to, about to brawl, AEW officials and referees separated them. So that's going to be entertaining to see uh, what happens with, with those, you know, see what happens with those guys. Uh, I don't think the Lucha Bros are going to split up, especially, split up, especially now that Pac is back. I think uh, Pac, yeah, he's going to unite the Lucha Bros again. And uh, Eddie Kingston is in trouble, people. He's definitely in trouble. Um. I mean, you know, we all know Eddie Kingston had had aligned themselves with the Lucha Bros, but now he's trying to sp split them up out of nowhere. And uh, I think uh, Pac's just gonna get them guys together and say, "Hey, yeah, you guys are brothers. You can't be doing this. You gotta stick together as brothers." And um, I think that's the right move to do. I think it is, and I, I just can't wait to see what's next for him. I just cannot wait to see what's next for these guys. Um, then we had NXT. We had WWE <clears throat> NXT, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, we had Johnny Gargano versus Leon Ruff for the N for the North American Championship. Um, I loved it. I loved that the fact that Leon Ruff defeated. Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. This is probably the shocking, one of the top three shock, most shocking moments in the pandemic era in WWE. This was absolutely amazing. Yes, the match was short, but the shocking finish 
made it all better. They made it all better, people. So I loved it. Um, then we had, we had uh, Santos Escobar versus Jack Atlas for the Cruiserweight Championship. <clears throat> um, Escobar uh, defeated Atlas for the pin. I mean, for the win, obviously. He won, um, which is great. Um, I'm not ready to see. I've always said it, man. You got to give Drake Maverick at least... A uh, day with the cruiserweight championship. Um, but it is what it is. Don't think that's gonna happen. Just had this feeling somebody else is gonna show up. <clears throat> I don't know who could de- dethrone Escobar, but um, we'll see. I mean, once I see, once we get that challenger, I'll let you guys know. That's when I'll say, guys, this person is going to be thrown escort. But as of right now, I don't see anybody that could. Um, Raquel Gonzalez versus Zia Lee is called off. Um, so, this week, Bull came out and tried to cancel the fight on Lee's behalf for some unknown Reason Gonzalez did not take this well and proceeded to beat the life out of Boa. Um, she left the arena and some strange graphics came on the LED screens. An older gentleman approached Boa and handed him a letter while making a black mark on his hand. Um, so we'll see um, what's going on with Boa and Lee in this kind of mystery thing, but... Hey, it could work out if they if they're playing it right. This could work out. Um, I mean, why? I I don't see why it couldn't work out. So, um, we also had Candice LeRae versus Tony Storm. Um, LeRae LeRae defeated Tony Storm by using the ropes for leverage during the pin. Um, but, um, after the match, Storm went after her, but the masked woman who interfered at Halloween Havoc as Scream made the save. Um, Blackheart ran down to even the odds, but ended up being taken out too. And then Indy Hartwell reveals herself to be the attacker. <sighs> That's right. I love the storyline the women's division has in NXT. I really do. The storyline, you know, I mean, like, what's next? I mean, you got, you got, you just, are we going to see something with Blackheart, something like where it's Blackheart and uh, Storm versus uh, LeRae and uh, I'm guessing uh, Indy Hartwell? I mean, it wouldn't be bad. Who knows? We'll see. Um, Dexter Loomis versus Timothy Thatcher. That's right. Um, Thatcher got the win thanks to Cameron Grimes showing up and getting a distraction. And then Grimes, uh, attacked Loomis after the match. So a little serious side of, uh, Cameron Grimes there, you know. I think he's fed up. He's fed up with Loomis. He... <laughs> Yeah, he's he's kind of had enough of it. He's kind of had enough of it. 
And then uh, we had uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan versus Bree Zingle for those NXT Tag Team titles. That's right. Um, we had... Uh, <clears throat> Um, thanks to thanks to uh, Pat McAfee, he helped his team cheat and retain the tag titles to end the show. Um, so I mean, it was a good match. It was a good main event. Um, you know, telling story. They're telling stories, and it's a matter of time before um, we we see the return of the undisputed era. Um. That's going to be exciting to see when uh, the Undisputed Era returns. Um, yeah, so. It's going to. It's going to be exciting to see. It's going to definitely be exciting to see. See what happens with all that. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk. We're going to talk about SmackDown. We're gonna talk about SmackDown. Then I'm gonna give my um my the raw the raw look at raw because this raw coming up could be very interesting. I want to say what's gonna happen there. What I think could happen there, and I'll say who went up and who went down. Oh, and I also want to talk about uh before I give up who went up and who went down because I'll give it away uh. I definitely want to talk about a certain situation that happened last night. So, uh, definitely want to get into that. Um, I mean, SmackDown was a very good, another very good show. Um, uh, and I also want to give show, uh, give out show of the week. I'm kind of bummed out there's still no wordings. I mean, I guess you could do December 6th. But it doesn't it's not labeled as war games. They just have it as NXT Takeover. I really, I really do hope. But we'll see. There are rumors though that WWE has to be out of um seen some rumors where WWE has to be out of uh what's that? Amway Center, I believe it's called. They have to be out of there by December 5th. Since the NBA season will be starting December 22nd, they have to find a new place. Um, supposedly also, um, supposedly, there's going to be uh, a big announcement today or tomorrow. So we should look into that. Um, that's going to be exciting, exciting to see what happens there. And it be it might be the announcement of uh, where they're going next, or I've heard there could be an announcement that's about women's wrestling. So, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I do so that to look forward. We got that to look look at, and uh, where possibly WWE will be next. They're talking about a baseball arena in in Florida as well. I can't remember it right now. I can't remember the name of it, but I mean, hey, I know they want to get fan. They want to get fans. They want to get fans in there, man. So I believe uh, that's the next step. I think uh, for Royal Rumble, I believe they want to get fans. So 
but definitely for WrestleMania, they say <laughs> they want fans for WrestleMania. And I hope we get fans for Royal Rumble. Because, I mean, if we're going to have surprise returns, it ain't going to be the same without fans. I mean, I've been able to live without fans so far. But, like, for the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, no, 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 no. I need fans. I need fa I need to hear some fan reaction. Because those are two two biggest pay-per-views of the year. Um, Survivor Series is as well. So, I'm just like, I am curious how they're going to do it. SummerSlam, I was kind of bummed out because it wasn't fans. But, since they put the whole virtual thing, I was like, alright. Cool, whatever. For, for Survivor Series, we're not going to get fans. We know that. I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. But for Royal Rumble, we need fans. I mean, y'all got two months. Y'all really got two months to, to, to get fans in there. So, hopefully, work something out. I really, I think right now, I'm just like, wow. Basketball season's already back December 22nd. Like, man, I at least wanted to start it back up like in January or whatever, but that ain't gonna happen. They said December 22nd, people, but yeah, let's talk about some SmackDown, people. Let's talk about SmackDown and let's talk about Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre come face to face, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Why is Drew McIntyre on your show, but Randy Orton is not? Yes, we just had a Raw and SmackDown face-to-face, -face, but if Drew McIntyre doesn't win on Monday Night Raw, then what's the point of him showing up tonight and not Randy Orton? You gotta, you gotta at least have Randy Orton show up. Um... You know, Roman Reigns came out, he was talking about how he's facing Randy Orton at Survivor Series. But then Drew McIntyre's music hit. Um, <laughs> you know, McIntyre was like, yeah, I'm going to be Orton, so you don't got to worry about him. McIntyre always also brought up um, him eliminating Reigns to win the Royal Rumble. That Before saying that now he is the man. Have having taken that title from Reigns during the Universal Champion's absence in the early months of the pandemic, but before Reigns and uh, McIntyre could come to blows, Jay Uso ran to the ring, grabbed the microphone, and challenged McIntyre to a one-on-one -on -one match later in the night. Uh, McIntyre shoved Uso to the mat and stared down Reigns before Reigns, Uso, and Paul Heyman left the ring. Uh, then a furious uh, Reigns was shown later beating Uso, saying that he calls the shots, not Uso. So, uh, a little tension there, a little tension. I guess uh, Jay still hasn't, like, read the guidelines to um, listening to the Tribal Chief, but uh, I think he'll get there. <laughs> I think he'll get there. But a great segment overall. I, think it was, I thought it was great. And this is what I want to see. This is why you have to have when you're going to have Survivor Series next week, you have to have cross-brand uh, face-to-faces. But if Drew McIntyre does not beat Randy Orton this Monday night on Raw, like I said, what's the point? Unless they are setting up for a WrestleMania match 
between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. That's the only reason. Which I could that could be a possibly great WrestleMania match. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated Jay Uso via pinfall. Um, this was also a great match. Um, <clears throat> um, Jay Uso started saying, I'm going to beat him, but Rain stopped him and said, I don't care if you beat him. Make him understand. Uso got into the ring and tried to pummel McIntyre, but was quickly hit with a Claymore for the finish. And then the show ended with a brief stare down between McIntyre and Reigns. Uh, this was great. I'm not going to lie. Both segments made the match was great. And even when Uso was like, I'm going to beat him and I'm going to win or whatever. And Reigns is like, I want you to make him understand. I don't care if you beat him. That's kind of like what I got from it. Um, so, yeah. And then when Roman's like, Nobody watches Monday Night Raw. That that was great. That was real. I loved it. I I loved it. Ro Roman Reigns owned Drew McIntyre in that promo. Because do you know what? This is the Roman Reigns we've always needed. You remember a few years ago when we got Roman Reigns versus John Cena at No Mercy? This is what we need to see. This is, We need another rivalry of John Cena versus Roman Reigns now. Now, people, um, the Mysterio family finally accepts Murphy. Ray Mysterio defeated Seth Rollins via pinfall in a no-holds-barred match. Um, obviously, thanks to Murphy. Mysterio, uh, he tried to hit a 619, but slipped in the process. Um... But he, he hit the move again, and then Frog splashed for the win. So that did happen. Um, But the whole turning point of the match was when Rollins was about to attack Mysterio, Murphy turned and hit him with a jumping knee. And, you know, that changed the whole that changed the whole circumstance of the match. The segment was good. It, it's, um, it's, it's, it's building more. And more, and it's getting more intense. Now they accepted him into the family. Now what's next? There has to be something next. Um, this ain't over. Story ain't over. I'm telling you, some something ain't right between Murphy Rollins and that whole family. But I did like when Ray uh, did the trip. He did the tribute frog splash for on Eddie Guerrero's birthday. That was a. That was great. That was great. Um. What else happened on SmackDown? Sami Zayn defeated Apollo Crews via countout to retain the title for the Intercontinental Championship. Carmella attacked Sasha Banks for the second week in a row. Um, Otis defeated Dolph Ziggler via pinfall. Chad Gable offered Otis a chance to be mentored. All right, Chad Gable, now you're being a mentor. This is great. Not really. Survivor Series qualifying match, Liv Morgan defeated Natalia, Tamina, Ch and Chelsea Green via pinfall, which Chelsea Green got injured. So hopefully she gets a, a speedy recovery 
Congrats to Liv Morgan on making the Survivor Series qualifying team. Um, the Street Profits and B Big E traded insults backstage. Um, so that was exciting. That was good. Um, um yeah, that was, uh, so that was, um, SmackDown for you. SmackDown was a very good show, y'all. Um, like I said, the cross-brand thing before Survivor Series, we need more of, more of it. We got Raw SmackDown this upcoming week, so we need to see more of it, a lot more of it. Um, I mean, if they want us to buy into this whole, I think my deadline, and I should have said the next week would have been this past week, Monday and SmackDown. They should have had of it because they definitely should have had they should have. Now, this week coming up, if they do not have a brand SmackDown invading Raw and Raw invading SmackDown, or at least just one, because, I don't know, they, they, they waited. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything with this. All they're doing is cutting promos on each other. Randy hasn't, since, the, since after winning his championship, he has not talked about facing Roman Reigns. That all he's focused on is Drew McIntyre, The Miz, and John, and John Morrison, and The Fiend. And I'm I'm not for it. I'm not for it. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't. I, I don't know. And what, what's the problem with Nia Jax? Really? Like, stop injuring people. Stop it. Can you stop injuring people? If not, they, they, give, they, give this woman some time off. She needs to <clears throat> get some mental help. You should not be able to... I understand, you, you know, you're tall. You, you, you know, you, you're taller than everybody else. You're stronger than everybody else. But stop injuring people. Jesus. It's, it's starting to get on my nerves. In the new day, uh, will defend their tag titles against uh, the Hurt Business on Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw this week, um, and also Randy Orton will defend his WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre on Monday Night Raw this week. So that should be something to look out for. You know, the Miz has the Money in the Bank briefcase, right? You know, I've never talked about. You guys remember when Otis won the Money in the Bank? Money in the Bank briefcase. Ali talked about him cash, possibly cashing it in two or three times, maybe four. The Miz, I've been talking about it every single week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, this could be the week. This could be the week where, uh, let's say, Drew McIntyre wins or Randy wins. Or maybe The Fiend interferes this week in the championship match. So many things could come to to tuition. Fruition. So uh you look out for it. I would I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh the Miz was to cash in, but I could see him definitely cashing in at Survivor Series to be honest. When Randy Orton goes up against uh Roman Reigns. I don't think Drew McIntyre is gonna beat Randy. I mean if you want this feud to end, I say let Randy beat uh Drew McIntyre. Let him beat him by himself. Um, I mean, if he wants to low blow him or whatever, go ahead, do your thing. Or hit him in the head, punt him in the head. Go ahead, do your thing. But don't have the Fiend show up. 
unless you want to give McIntyre the win, I guess, um, or the Miz. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be exciting to see. We'll see. I mean, anything can happen, people. On Monday night, when Randy defends it against Drew McIntyre, I personally, I think Randy will defeat Drew McIntyre. Now, I am a little spectral. Like, I don't know if he will now. Drew showed up on SmackDown, confronted uh, Roman. So I'm like, eh, hold on. Unless they're just building up for a WrestleMania match between the two. That could also be it. Um, but I will say, I could very well see Randy retaining. Miz trying to cash in. He's not successful. Or maybe the Miz doesn't even try. He's like, whatever. Not tonight. Come Survivor Series time. Let's say Roman defeats Randy. Um, and the Miz cashes it in. Right? Um... Miz cashes it in, or maybe they have Drew versus Roman at Survivor Series. Roman defeats uh, Drew McIntyre, but um, but here's here's the here's the thing. After the match, Roman and uh, Jay they beat they beat uh, Drew McIntyre to a pulp. Then the Miz cashes it in. Could be something like that. And I wouldn't even be surprised if on SmackDown this week, uh, let's say, let's say uh, Drew loses to Randy. He'll get a title shot against Roman on th- this week on SmackDown. And Roman retains. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we seen something like that. Um, also, people, also... Um, I want to talk about something that's been bothering me. Um, I don't know if you guys have been seeing, but uh, WWE has released Zelina Vega. Um, she said, I support unionization, I believe it's called. Um, might have said it wrong. <laughs> um, we support it, which is Zelina. Um, what WWE has done is disgraceful. Disgraceful. Yeah, you guys pay them big bucks, but where's the health insurance? Where's the benefits? Just because somebody wants to uh, go on Twitch or make it OnlyFans. It's not even OnlyFans of, you know, showing the goods or nothing like that. You know, they just doing it for the fans. And WWE, you're going to sit here and say, no, you can't. No, you can't do that. That's not what I want. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah, that's some good stuff. No, no, no. Come on, Vince. You selfish old man on steroids. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should, you shouldn't, like, somebody should sit you down. Stephanie, Shane, or Triple H, sit you down, old man, and say, hey, Vince, this isn't the way to go. Because guess what, bro? It ain't the way to go, old man. I can't not believe that he, he would stoop to this to this low like really really I, mean, I i don't get it it's like and you look at AEW AEW they give you benefits they give you health insurance 
They got no problems with you on Twitch. You're streaming on something. They don't care. But for some reason, when we look at the WWE, you can't even lick a lollipop with them, with them getting a heart attack. Without them getting a titty attack. And I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of the WWE. As much as I've supported them over the years. And I'm huge fans of them. I'm not going to stop watching them. Because I am so invested in the WWE. I love the WWE. I would never do that to my company. Not to my company, but as a fan. You know, it's ours. Because <laughs> um, we've made it. that we made it what they are. They haven't made it what they are. So with that being said, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You should be sick. And if I'm an AEW, I'm going to call Zelina Vega this morning and say, Hey, Zelina, I know you just got released from WWE. You might not want to talk to us right now. But here's the deal. You get benefits. You get you get health insurance. You get paid. And listen, listen. you could Twitch. You could do whatever. OnlyFans, you could do whatever you want. Uh, you know, your business is your business. As long as you're here, you keep the locker room as good as it is. You work your tail off. Nothing else, nothing more. That's it. All you can do is go up from here. And Zelina Vega's a heck of a talent. She she has it all. Zelina Vega has it all, people. She has the charisma. She's a great in-ring talent. I mean, she's great on the mic. And when Vince and, and you know what you pisses me off? I seen a quote that Vince McMahon was comparing her to Stephanie McMahon. Oh, will you shut up? Shut up, Vince. Ain't no Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon wishes she was a woman Zelina Vega was. She ain't work. She can't work as good as Zelina Vega. And I'm sorry, none of y'all can. Y'all some. Y'all some suckers. Please, if it wasn't for us fans, y'all wouldn't be in the situation at all. <coughs> and that's why y'all losing fans. Yeah, bruh. That's why you're losing fans. And that's why AEW is gaining fans. That's right. And that's why y'all went down this week. Y'all some suckers. Tell them, MJ, and let them know what it is. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Now, who went up this week? Who went up this week? Would have to be AEW Dynamite giving some good wrestling. And you might say, oh, but on Instagram, you said it was an average show. Yes, but when I have time to sleep over it, I got a couple days, I watch the episode again, and I say, well, it was a pretty good show between AEW Full Gear and AEW Dynamite this week on Wednesday night. I say AEW did that thing. So they went up this week, and they are show of the week. I mean, yes, SmackDown had Roman Reigns and Drew and Jey Uso, Paul Heyman. They had uh, Carmella attack Sasha Banks again. You had Chelsea Green debut, but got injured. Um, but it was fairly a, a normal show. It was a pretty good show, but not nothing that, that wowed me like AEW this week. Um... We look at Monday Night Raw, Monday Monday Night Raw is Monday Night Raw. It is what it is. It's Monday Night Raw is what day does it fall on? A Monday. That's what Monday Night Raw feels to me when I wake up in the morning and go to work. A Monday. Uh, NXT was a great show, phenomenal show this week. Um, but I just I gotta give I gotta give it to uh to AEW this week. I do. They 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 really caught my attention. And uh, MJF and the Inner Circle are going to Vegas next week. 
They go to Vegas and day. You want to go? Let's go. <laughs> All right. So there it is. This is the show for the week. And we support Zelina Vega. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Enough is enough. So thank y'all for listening to the podcast. I support, uh, yeah, we support you. But I thank you guys for supporting me. Um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast with MJ. Say goodbye. Say bye. <laughs> he just woke up, y'all. <laughs> he just woke up. All right. Thank y'all. And I will see you guys. <laughs> I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.